Hello and welcome to How Much Is Too Much. My name is Alicia Taylor and this is episode 10 titled Perfectly Imperfect. I am really excited that I'm recording episode 10 because I just feel like 10 is feels like a big deal, especially since when I chose to start this, it was kind of on a whim of like, just go for it. Um, I will say I've definitely um, been struggling with it being summer and kind of staying on my grind. And so I felt like today's episode was perfect for how I've been feeling um, because I've, di- I've been try- I've been low-key kicking myself for not being on the same level that I was a couple months ago, but also am reeling back in and recognizing that like I'm human and there's many seasons of me as there are of everybody out there. Um, and so giving myself grace and recognizing that I'm flawless, even when I'm flawed is something that has taken a lot of, um, work to get to this place, but I was kind of getting lost and wasn't recognizing my strengths and was instead beating myself up because I was, I've been like loosey goosey. So that's why I wanted to record this episode and, you know, just where it's summertime. I think we're all enjoying ourselves. I think we're all a little bit more lax and that's okay. And so, um, really like the con the, you know, not even the concept, we all get it right. Perfectly imperfect. So in all seasons of yourself, you are flawless even when flawed. You are worthy even when you make mistakes. And I think we it gets really hard for us to, as humans, to not beat ourselves up, um, especially if we're kind of on the driven mentality like myself where um, I always want to level up and grow and evolve and be the greatest version of myself. Um, and especially the last, you know, few years, I've really really invested in that portion of myself and just in the sense of like giving myself my all and making sure that I'm pushing to be the best that I can be and I love that I've gotten to that place for myself and that I do love myself enough to want to push myself to the next level but I have struggled um a lot in the last couple months with recognizing that it's okay to drop the ball. It's okay to fall off your habits sometimes. It's okay to even get lost in the sauce a little bit, but don't beat yourself up and, you know, think that you're flawed just because you, you know, a good example for me is like, I am really big on working out and, um, looking my best, feeling my best, you know, I do it for my mental and, and my physical. And so, but in the winter, I have a lot more time to stay on my grind because I'm don't, I'm not outside. I'm not running around doing all these things, having all these plans. Like a lot of people, you know, 
in in Ohio when it hits winter, like we're inside unless we absolutely have to go outside or go to a friend's house. But like, it's not convenient to drive in the snow and stuff. So, you know, I have a lot more time to invest in me, go to the gym, work out, grind. Um, and then the summer, all of me and my friends are like out, we're traveling a lot, we're going here, there, we're doing this and the other. And so I r- recognize recently that I have a pattern of falling off my grind, which is totally okay. Like, it is okay that when the summer hits, I'm having more fun. I worked really hard in the winter to, like, feel confident in my body and myself to go to the pool and do these things, but I don't recognize that. I haven't been recognizing that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I have been beating myself up for being like, why aren't you going to the gym five days a week still? Um, Why are you not sticking to your meal prep during the week and most of the week and staying healthy? Like, and I found it so hard. Like, let me be really honest. I am a party girl in the sense that, like, your girl loves a good drink. I love tequila. I love wine. Like, I like to go out and have a good time. Like, most of my friends are the same way. And so when summer hits, I feel like um, Sashiana, my alter ego, she comes out in full force and she just wants to drink and have a good time and say, fuck the workouts, fuck the eating healthy. We're literally going to eat everything in sight and we're going to drink everything that we can get our hands on terrible and then I end up feeling hungover and then I don't make it to that workout and it's like yeah I'm having fun whatever but then I start to get in this cycle where I'm like frustrated that I'm not grinding and I and I do start to feel the effects of you know drinking too much in the past I wasn't able to check myself on that because obviously as I've talked about before I have I'm genetically prone to be an alcoholic and I've registered that. I've taken months off of drinking in the past, um, which I thought was going to be a permanent place to like get my shit together essentially. So, um, you know, I, I'm always going to struggle with that part of myself, but when summer hits, man, Sashiana just wants to go hard and I'm always down for a good time. But as I get older, I really enjoy my balance and I really enjoy like being healthy and, my the healthier part of me and investing in myself on that level just brings out the happiest parts of me and it's you know I'm pulling away from the oh I want to drink and do this and the other as much as I'm like I want to travel I want to spend my money on this so it's all it's I've I was really beating myself up um because the last couple months I've been I've literally I mean I've been everywhere I feel like as I always am, like I travel a lot, but I've been drinking and I haven't been able to get back on my like mentality of working out. Like, to be honest with you, the last two weeks, two and a half, three weeks, even I'm trying to get back on track because I was off for like two weeks, two, three weeks, not really like fully on my grind. Trying to get back on it has felt like truly forcing myself. Like I'm not enjoying working out. I'm not enjoying the eating, the meal prepping, and I just literally want to eat Chipotle burritos ten times a day, and um, drink uh, margaritas poolside. Like that's all I want to fucking do. And <laughs> so then I'm like, great, I go to the gym. And before when I was on this habitual like, you know, five days a week, no hesitation. I was going to the gym feeling like I was recharging my battery. Like, I was, like, pumped. I'm like, oh, I need to get to the gym. I'm so excited. So, let me put it this way. Like, 
give yourself grace and understand that one, it is hard to start new healthy habits. And it is still hard, even if you've done it for years, if you fall off to get back into that, because it is much easier, much easier when it comes to like, I'll just, you know, just when it comes to like weight loss and workouts and stuff, it is so much easier to sit and eat whatever you want and drink whenever you want and just do whatever you want and not hold yourself accountable. I would love to do that. I literally, if I didn't gain a pound or feel, get anxiety from post-drinking, I would 100% be sipping margaritas and champagne by the bottle all the time and enjoying my, all the food that I could get my hands on. Like, that is happiness to me. But... I'm not happy with how my body feels. I'm not happy with how my mental feels. I feel so groggy. I feel so lost. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I have really tapped in. Like last year, I really tapped in that I don't want to be successful in extremes. I want to be empowered and balanced. So I, you know, feel like me recording this episode of Perfectly Imperfect, I needed to get it out for myself as I do because this how much is too much is truly a therapeutic like passion for me but it also is like for anyone else who's feeling this vibe recently where you're kicking yourself for like dropping the ball and going out and spending too much money and all these things like you're human and even though you're not on top of your grind and like ace like you felt like you were for x amount of months or even years and you've fallen off and even if you're in a really dark low place like as i've said before every setback is your biggest set up for your absolute biggest comeback so i take these kind of moments when i've dropped the ball I had to like breathe and go like okay let's just stop beating yourself up because you don't want to go to the gym today like tomorrow's a new day it's okay that you want to sit at home and just watch tv and not be present like I I have to I'm, I'm learning how to navigate that like just because like I've done really really like insane powerful motivating things for myself and sometimes I'm not always that person and sometimes I drop the ball and find myself falling into the kind of like who cares? Let's go out. Let's have a good time. Live our lives mentality. I'm really proud of myself that I can pull myself back into moments like this and go, okay, you're all, that's okay. Let's pick it up and get after it tomorrow. Like every it's, I don't ever see like each week is like a new opportunity. It's like each day. So it's like, if I have a bad day, I recognize what I feel in that day and let myself have my feelings and then focus on setting tomorrow up and waking up the next day with like true validity and my focus and honestly just knowing that like yesterday is the past and the present is right now so I need to focus on what I can put into right now and even if that means like I literally need to sleep all day for the next three days because I'm sick or because I'm hungover and I have anxiety because I drink too much over the weekend okay that I'm going to give myself that moment to get back to a centered, peaceful place. That doesn't make me pitiful or not successful, you know. It just makes me recognize that, like, okay, I made this decision, so now I need to give myself this to come back to my best version of me. With that being said, I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, I'm going to excuse, like, oh, I went out and spent money I didn't have or 
you know, oh, I booked a trip that I shouldn't have because really, like, I was trying to save for this and now I'm doing this instead. Like, those moments I still struggle with a lot, like, especially with summer. Like, I feel like everybody is like, oh, Alicia, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And before you know it, I'm, like, doing every fucking thing. And I'm like, no, I didn't want to sign up for all this shit. I wanted to save and be responsible. And then I'm, like, kicking myself because I'm like, this is why you don't have this, this, this. Like... And then I have to stop the chaos in my mind and go, Alicia, it's okay to be human. It is so okay to be human. The world is so flawed and we all know it. But could you imagine if we were all perfect and like perfect cutouts of ourselves and we sat there and walked around and made no mistakes and, you know, didn't have any nuances like, oh my God, the world would be unseasoned chicken. So bland. (laughs) And I'm thankful for my mistakes and like when I've dropped the ball because again my lowest lows have really set me up to be the strongest woman I can be and appreciate the highest highs so you know if I mean even a good example like let me be real where I'm I'm 30 now, but when I was 22, I literally, I got a DUI. I totaled my car, brand new car, mind you, just got this car, cried when I got it too. Um, was very proud of myself for getting it. Totaled my brand new car, um, got charged with the DUI, obviously, had to do the drunk weekend thing. And then I was very honest during that. Like they ask you about yourself and I was like, yes, I do black out sometimes and I do enjoy drinking. Well, then I had to do these, um, like I don't know anyone who's had a DUI and you've done the drunk weekend, they're evaluating you to see if you need further like help and programs essentially. So then I had to do 10 weeks of these like alcohol, like pretty much like alcohol group classes, alcohol and drug group classes. And I was, I remember obviously the DUI and going through that so stressful. I was at my lowest low. I was like, I actually drank more because I couldn't drive and because I was so empty that I just was filling a void and because I'm I'm prone to be an alcoholic I can be very triggered and especially then before I had healed and really like loved and invested in myself um and so I was like drinking more and then I was honest and I had to do these 10 week classes and I remember telling my best friend like oh my god, I'm like, this is bullshit, I can't believe I have to go through this, like, I already did the weekend, and plus, I, I paid for this DUI, like, why does this shit keep happening to me, and she just looks at me, and she literally goes, that's just the way it is, and literally just sees that clip of the song, and I'm like, you fucking serious, like, this is the advice you're giving me right now, when I want a pity party, well, let me just state that I'm very thankful for this, but I don't really, I don't surround myself with a lot of people that, um, allow me to throw pity parties for myself, nor do I let them, um, we all hold each other pretty accountable, and, um, it's, and she's the one who said that she's been my best, my best friend since fourth grade, and I just needed to hear that shit, because she's right, right, there's things that happen to us, and we just have to navigate from that, and there's things that we do to ourselves, and the reality is, of every action, there is a reaction and a consequence, so, in that moment, she's like, it, it, it was, ex- it was exactly what needed to be said to me. Like, 
you know, cry me a river and build a bridge, Alicia, because this is what it is and that's just the way it is. So deal with it. Like you can either continue to cry and complain or you can take it as an opportunity to like open your mind, take from these classes, like better yourself. And, you know, I remember feeling so low and thinking too that I was absolute trash because of my DUI, that I was literally like a trash ass person. And now I look back and I'm just like have so much self-love and gratitude and like there was like a stepping stone that my DUI into me acknowledging that what my imper and my imperfections like one of my imperfections is my inability to drink casually um what was was my inability to drink casually and I for the first time in my life had to recognize like yeah you aren't you can't do this on your own. And honestly, those 10-week classes, like, they sucked. I had to pay for them, and driving there was annoying. But I did invest myself, you know, into them when I got there. Like, I took value out of what I was hearing. I heard stories of people that were at such way lower lows than me and picked themselves up and recognized that there's still so much life to live. And that's why, like, I feel like, you know... I need to tell myself and to tell you if you're listening to this that like it's it's literally so okay. It's actually I encourage you to make mistakes and it's so okay to make mistakes and to repeat old mistakes as long as you have the strength and self-love to recognize that you are not defined by those mistakes but that you have an opportunity to become greater because of them. Let me say it again because I feel like this is important that you are not defined by your mistakes but it is up to you to take the opportunity to become greater because of them. It is 10% about what happens to us and 90% about how we react. And I'm like very, very strong in that. So, you know, as much as I'm sitting here, like, like, let me again, be so transparent because I think that like biggest healing moments for me and why I started this podcast was hearing people that I thought kind of were like, had their shit together, not have their shit together and be flawed, help me heal and feel so, so empowered. And so, you know, I, this summer, like I, I really like, I turned 30 in October. I was really dedicated and I still am, let me preface to saving. I want to buy a house next year by myself, like, and I need to save up all this money for it. And plus saving for my retirement and saving on top of my 401k that's already being pulled. So, all these things, like, this was really, uh, really a big goal of mine this year, and I have, to be honest with you, like, kind of gotten lost in the sauce, and I've been, like, going out more, I've been eating out more, I've been paying for trips and tickets, and all these things that are taking away from my ability to save for my future, and one of my biggest things was, like, I want to, you know, I need to focus on saving for, paying future Alicia, right? Paying future me so that I can live and retire and have the life I want once I retire. Because I think when I retire, that's going to be like a second lease on life where I just go out and travel the world. Like that's my mentality on when I get to that place. But if I don't set myself up to have those things and, and see the bigger picture in the future instead of paying for all these things and being willingly now, I'm going to be disappointed, right? And I'm, I know I'm behind already. So I, I beat myself up with that, about that pretty bad. On the flip side though, this is me giving like full picture of understanding how 
we all have imperfections and we're all so different in how the ebbs and flows of humans are in this life. So as much as I'm beating myself up about like not paying my future self as much as I should and can be, on the flip side, there's people that are paying their future selves so much, saving all their money, staying home, never going out, never traveling, never experiencing anything just to retire, hopefully make it to retirement. Life is not promised. Um, and be maybe too old to even want to go out and see the world or do anything that they actually want to do and just have all this money that they're just sitting on. I will take my um, long retirement far before I take not experiencing this life. So it's it's that picture and understanding of like follow truly what you're be determined, be, you know, grind and also be disciplined with yourself. Because if you're not disciplined with yourself, you're not able to set boundaries and expectations and guidelines for you to be the best version of you. Because we are all imperfect. And we have things that hold us back from being the greatest versions of ourselves just by nature of who we are. So if you're not disciplined, you're never going to be able to set yourself up and set standards for yourself that allow you to get to places that you that aren't don't come easily. And on the flip side, though, you know, love your life. Like I'm very, I I love my life. I'm, you know, I still have this, like, even as I'm talking about this, I'm so frustrated with me, right? I'm like, I should, I'm thinking like, oh, you should work more. You should pick up overtime this, that, and the other. But I'm like, on the, but then when I sit and take a second back and give myself grace, I'm like, okay, Alicia, it's okay. You, this matters to you. So I know that you're going to get back on track it's not like you've been off track for years, right? It's just been a couple months. So you right now the feeling I have is I want to be back on my grind and stop making excuses. So I'm doing exactly that. And I'm taking it a day at a time. Like I I can't do anything that's kind of part of the reason I struggle to pay future me so much because I am really present in this every day and that Every day, I just, like, take my time, and as I get older, you know, I I think we've all heard our parents and teachers and grandparents when we're, like, younger say, oh, enjoy this time while it lasts because, oh, when you get older, it just, time flies. It just, like, runs, and it's crazy because I'm starting to feel those effects as, like, I look at, you know, my best friend, and she's, suddenly, she's in her seventh month of pregnancy, and I'm like, wait, How? Where, where did that go? And then, like, you know, there's trips that I was looking forward to for so long, and those are in the past now. It's just time is so fleeting that why do we invest so much time h- hating on ourselves and being so harsh on ourselves when we, when we have... We don't have time to waste on that. Like, recognize that, you know, the decisions you make and be in charge of yourself and... But also when you fall off and or if you're like, I just can't do it right now and I need to sit here and not do anything. I need to I need to eat like shit. I need to drink this bottle of wine and sit in silence for the next week. I don't want to be talked to. I don't want to do anything. I don't want anyone to try and hang out with me. Then give yourself that like you are human and your flaws are still 
still a part of what makes you absolutely flawless. I know I've said that a couple times, but like, I mean it. I mean it so deeply because I don't think, I think that I would miss so much light and beauty in life if I didn't recognize that like, I'm okay to be, not be always on my shit. It's okay that like, I mean, I've gained some weight back that I, like, really grinded hard over the last few months to lose, but I have been out here drinking margaritas, yum, drinking wine, yes, champagne, obviously, and girl, I've been eating, I've been eating, 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 and I am, I have no regrets, like, zero, absolutely zero, so, I did. I have had regrets, but now I'm, I'm refocused, right? I'm re-energized. I'm like, okay, Alicia, you had fun, but it's time to get back on your shit. Like, we're not going to fall off. We are not going to let ourselves down. And that's the type of self-love that we all deserve to have and should give to ourselves is that you, how do I even put this, like, poetically in my passionate Alicia way? Like, your, your life and these moments you have in your life are so deserved every single moment you deserve all of this what it comes down to is that you're going to make mistakes you're going to fuck up royally you're also going to have fucked up things happen to you that are totally out of your control but when you get kicked and knocked and you make mistakes as long as you get back to a place of recognizing like that's not the the constant that I want to be and that's not the permanent place I want to be at that's when you can truly that is self-love in itself I love myself enough to know that I deserve more than this I love myself enough to know that that was a mistake and I don't want to put be that mistake on repeat right when you don't have when you don't get I guess the other extreme of this of like you know when people run with this idea of like oh I'm human, I make mistakes, and, like, use it as a crutch, is the, oh, I've been doing the same cycle of drinking and eating and going out and getting so fucked up, and even though I've had multiple wake-up calls, I'm still sitting here doing the same shit on the same weekend with the same people, and then trying to convince myself that it's not, that's not the case. When you start bullshitting yourself and telling yourself beautiful lies to get through the day and telling other people who know the, the frank truth of your own bullshit, but you just keep feeding out beautiful lies instead of just owning up to the ugly truth, that is going to forever keep you in a place that you're never going to be fully fulfilled, that you're never going to get to this next evolution of yourself. You'll absolutely never, never level the fuck up if you have, if you're incapable of owning your own bullshit. So as much as I'm like, you know, in this place right now of like giving myself grace, that also came with me recognizing my bullshit and be like, okay, you've gained weight because you've, you've been sitting there saying like, oh, well today I can have this and oh, it's just one piece of pizza. And it's like, girl, you do that every day of the week. Guess what? You're on repeat. You're overeating and not working out to offset it. So of course you're going to gain weight. Like it's obvious, right? But when I'm doing it in little amounts and I'm sitting there sugarcoating it each day, that's when that cycle starts. I have to check myself and go, well, if you don't want to be like this, then stop making excuses, get up and do the fucking work. So the people that use this, uh, you know, I'm human and 
yada, yada, yada. When they use it as a crutch, that type of shit is, that's a different mentality. That's not the mentality when I'm referencing perfectly imperfect. I'm saying that like on this flip side too, it's like body image um, issues and just body dysmorphia is something that like I haven't, I haven't ever fully had to experience, like, I've definitely had moments of self-image issues and not loving what I saw and all that, but true body dysmorphia, like, that is, it, it makes me really sad that there's some, you know, men and women that can't see themselves for the beautiful, beautiful, like, person they are, truly, like, on outside and inside, like, I'm not saying that, like, again, I know there's ugly people in the world, like, inside and outside. Like, I'm sorry. There are people that you go, like, damn, they're ugly. And I'm sorry for them. That's fucked up, but I'm sorry for them. But there's some people I'm just like, you are stunning. And how can you not see that, right? So if you're someone who's like that or you know someone like that, like, you know, wreck it. I hope, I hope that you understand that literally this, every moment of this life is not promised at all clearly like especially in this day and age nothing is promised us um and so get stop beating yourself up and looking at yourself as if you're not worthy because obviously you're worthy enough to be here and to be the individual and the rare one of one that you are so stop dragging yourself for what you think you should be and start loving yourself for everything that you are. When you can start in truly loving yourself for what you are and who you are and everything you have to give versus pointing out the things you don't have that you're not, that you can't do or look like or whatever, those that's when you start to lose yourself and you're not capable of recognizing how perfectly imperfect you are. I am so... Truly, I'm so okay with being imperfect. Like, I am, I have big feet. I have a big ass head. These are facts. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. I have a big ass head. Um, I, like I said, struggle with drinking. Um, definitely probably overeat more than I should admit to. Um, and, and I had like relationship, like, let fuckboys take advantage of me for the last like X amount of years. Like, I'm so imperfect. And I got my DUI at 22, but yet I still had to stop drinking for three months last summer because I was spiraling into a drinking problem. Imperfect. Your girl has problems, right? Issues. I have traumas from childhood. Like, there's all that. I'm so fine with that because I love myself enough to have be able to speak on all those things honestly, genuinely, say my ugly truths for what they are, but know that they don't define the character and who the woman that I choose to be, right? I am have grown and I have become a woman that I could only dream of. I mean, truly dream of at this point. But no one I ever thought that I would. I, I mean, I never thought that this would be me. But that came with the recognition that I had a lot to learn. And each mistake that I made, and especially once I finally truly checked my bullshit a couple years and said, like, okay, when my, you know, my ex broke up with me, like, and it was just me facing me, like, I could have taken the opportunity, and I think, uh, and I know most of my friends expected me to spiral 
probably become like a heavy, heavy drinker into the point of like, okay, she has a problem and we either have to send her off to rehab or we have to fucking cut her off. Like, I know we all expected me to spiral bad back then. Um, but I, instead, when everything was ripped out from under me, I felt like I was in my lowest low. I faced myself and said, then what do you want? Who do you want to be? What do you deserve? Then give it to yourself. Like I had all these questions and I had to recognize like and go, damn, okay, okay. And answer to all of them. And now it's like built me up to the woman that I am now where I can kind of, you know, fall off and gain weight and still look at myself and be so in love because ultimately I'm at a place now where I love all seasons of me. I am not willing to waste a second on bringing myself down or hating myself. You know, I, I mean, I look at my, everyone around me and I watch their seasons of life and how things change. And I mean, truly things can change in the blink of a, of an eye. And, you know, especially I think someone that I just like adore, I adore her is my best friend who's pregnant. She wanted to be pregnant by 30. She is glowing. She is, she's like truly probably like the happiest she's ever been in her life, in her marriage. They're falling in love and in love again on a different level. You know, she is loving her pregnancy. She's so excited to be mom. Just watching her in this chapter of her life, just be so, so enamored and happy. It's just like, it brings me so much peace. Her and I are in different chapters now. I, we're in different wavelengths. I'm still traveling. I'm seeing the world. I'm doing so much. And I'm so happy. I'm not ready to be at her place yet. And we are okay with that and recognize that we're not the same. But we're still so aligned. And we and I'm, I'm thankful for that type of energy. I'm thankful that I have someone that can register that too. Um, but it's it's all about like... I've said this before and I'll say it like a thousand times over is that comparison is the disease of our society. And because of social media where it's all like, oh, let's do these trends because it's cool. Like trends being like a common thing now, it just makes me nauseous. I, I feel like if you get nothing else out of like listening to this, I hope you realize that your path you being a mom of three or you just quitting your job and realizing you want you're moving across the country to just figure it out or you don't work a conventional job but it's your passion or you just left a marriage like anything truly I mean this anything that you feel lost in right now like it is an opportunity for you to just open all opportunities for yourself it is a chance for you to just fall in love with the new season of yourself. That's what it is. These big monumental changes that happen in our lives that just shake us to the core are such a big opportunity for us to open all doors and possibilities and like blossom into our next season. It is a, it is what it is. It's a setup for your next season in life. And, um, by no means is it easy in that moment to recognize that, right? Especially, like, for the hardest things, like, the things that are just, like, gut-wrenching that you're, we go through in life. But it, it, it I, I promise you, I promise you that these things, these experiences that we have that are the, the hardest ones are just 
there are doors that are opening and for you to either like push the door all the way through and jump through without hesitation or shut the door and recluse into yourself. So if you see it that way, take the leap, right? Take the leap into the unknown when you're at your lowest and what's the worst that can happen? Truly, like what's the worst that can happen? And to be honest with you, worst shit is probably going to happen in your life. I recognized that a long time ago that as much as a lot of bad shit has happened to me, way worse shit is going to happen to me in my life and I am prepared. I'm prepared because I know that I'm mentally strong in a way that I've never was before and that I have a support group, but I have a support within myself, a foundation within myself that I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know I'm going to fuck up royalty royally. I know that I'm going to, there's going to be things that I can't control, but I'm still going to love myself enough to know that I can give myself grace, pick myself up again and take myself to the next level of evolution and what that looks like. You know, I don't think we ever in this life stop growing. I don't think we ever stop evolving. I And I think we have so many opportunities to fall more and more in love with ourselves. Like, I was excited to be 30 since I was, like, 22. No cap. I think 40, 30s is going to be probably my favorite, but I've heard 40s is absolutely exceptional. And, you know, you have families. You start these traditions. Like, a life off oh, my heart. I'm, like, getting so, like, acute emotion. But please, please, please know that your imperfections are what make you perfect. Hear me, please. Your imperfections, everything imperfect about you, they're exactly the reason why you're so perfect because you're flawed, because you're human, because life is rare and time is not promised. So all these nuances about you are what make you absolutely one of one. So don't sleep on yourself. Please don't beat yourself up like I have been. <laughs> like you recognize like it's okay to check yourself in your bullshit. That's so healthy. And but also give yourself grace and go, okay, all right, we fell off. We're not feeling it. Obviously, that's why we're having this mental conversation. How do we get to that? How do we get out of this and how do we do it better? Day at a time. Day at a time. And recognize that, like, truly time is of the essence. It's obviously fleeting. I think it's, I think time is the most um, precious thing in life um, over anything else. So love yourself endlessly. And all I can say is that, like, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful to be so imperfect. I mean that. I'm so thankful to be so imperfect. And um, it was, you know, I'm, I'm very proud that this is my episode 10 I'm putting out. And, you know, as I move through this podcast with all the passion and love that I have, um, I just hope, again, which was my whole point when I first started it, was that, like, someone hears this today and it just brings you peace and it makes you, you know take a deep breath and step into higher energy and happiness. So, um, if you listen to all this, thank you so much and have a great day.